Sir, we've had a little problem. These two women are just arriving. They objected to giving up their weapons. Klingons do not surrender their weapons. Who are you? We are Lursa and Bator of the House of Duras. Hello and welcome to the Duras Sisters Podcast. We are not Klingons, but we are sisters. And I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Rihanna. And today is a special episode of the pod. We are tapping the brakes on the engineering series because we thought it was really important to talk about the very short treks that have been released. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is our break, quote unquote. Yeah, this will be very interesting. (laughs) Before we dive in, I want to just right away pull the action figures because I I have a great response. I have a great responsibility today. I am drawing both of the action figures for us, Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. I'm dog sitting again. So did not bring my select few. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Um, Go ahead. So Rihanna, this is for you. Okay. Oh oh no. I felt an arm. Oh, a disembodied arm. Yep. Okay. So there's one. That's hilarious. Okay, Ashlyn. Who did you pick for us? For Rihanna, I picked Neelix, which oh, is actually wow. quite apt for today's he conversation. Looks exactly like Neelix for the short tricks. Yeah, yeah, he is just as well <laughs> drawn. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for myself, I have Troy in her <laughs> cat suit. <laughs> her purple one, to be yeah, precise. Yeah, purple cat suit, yes. And her um, her mascara is popping off. Like, looks great, actually. It looks like she has fake eyelashes on. She, yeah, her eye, her makeup is going. Beautiful. Well, she was also in the short tracks today. So great choices all around. Even if I'm a little afraid of Neelix being my choice, that's that's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Ashlyn, Ashlyn, we have some really exciting stuff going on on our Patreon because we recently put out a poll for our patrons to answer about what Star Trek documentary we should review. And that's going to be really fun because we haven't done a movie link review since the movie series. So that would be, or since I guess Galaxy Quest was around that time too. But yeah, it would be fantastic to be able to revisit that, look at a full length movie long piece of Trek again. So that is going, those votes are going on on our Patreon right now. So if you are a patron, you please, please vote because we would love to know what documentary you'd like to hear about. Yes. Oh my gosh. We are so excited to be reviewing documentaries. Thank you, Rihanna, for announcing that. It's very exciting that we have more things going on on Patreon, and we are excited to be delivering on promises that we have to every tier of our Patreon level. So this, like us focusing on doing the movies and documentary reviews are for our special House of Duras tier level members Mm -hmm. and above. If you're interested in coming along this awesome journey with us, then consider joining the House of Duras, which is the best house, um, by the way, in case you're curious, yeah. <laughs> at $12 a month. So we're very excited about that. Go vote. Please go vote. Anyway, okay, our ad is over. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But okay, Rihanna. So let's, I just want to talk a little bit about where we're at in the world of Trek. Oh, and thank where, you. We need some. And, yeah. yeah, and where these very short Treks fall. So at the moment, the writer's strike is over, which is amazing. Yeah. And their demands were met. It It is proof that striking works. And I, I love seeing all these memes about boy math or like CEO math because they lost like a billion dollars 
during Mm -hmm. the strike and then the deal they gave the writers was insane and so good and if they had just like done this deal immediately they Mm -hmm. would not have lost all this money and yeah so these very short tricks i don't know exactly what like when it when they were written and in what time frame it fell but the writing in these is for the most part like very questionable with the exception of holograms all the way down and so i do feel like this is kind of we're reflecting a weird stage in paramount right now where there's a big gap of emptiness and a huge part of that is because prodigy was supposed to drop season two was supposed to drop in a couple like in a month we have lord x coming out right now which is awesome but then we're going to enter a gap for a little while because now that Prodigy has left Paramount, season two will not be dropping in the winter, which we had really been excited for. Hopefully any day now, you know, I keep watching Aaron J. Walkie on Twitter and he is reassuring fans that talks are in progress with streaming services. There's no details right now, but something that is definitely helping their cause is the DVD sales of Prodigy has been absolutely off the chain. And it makes me so happy to see everybody, like their DVDs are arriving in the mail. There was, I think someone joked on Twitter too, it was like Barbenheimer because Barbie's now on DVD as well and it's popping off with the sales. And so right now it's like, it's like Barbie, (laughs) Prodigy Barbie (laughs) is the the new trending thing right now with DVD sales. So keep, keep buying these, they, you can get them. I mean, I was so excited and I bought part one and part two separately. Mm -hmm. But you can be smart and actually buy all of season one (laughs) together (laughs) instead of being like me. So please go buy season one of Prodigy if you haven't already. Yeah, I have an amazing sister who bought me the DVD of Prodigy. So thank you so much. Go Barbie. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I'm very excited too because actually last night, my mom, our precious mom, bought me the Zero action figure because she's did this cute thing where for my birthday, every two weeks, I pick a like note from my jar and it's like a gift from one of the things on my list. I get birthday all year round. I picked a Prodigy action figure recently and I'm getting the Prodigy DVDs. So Ashlyn, I'm so excited and just know that this is a Prodigy household. We love Prodigy and the fact that they like did all of this stuff by dropping prodigy and stuff like was that right before the writer strike or during i don't remember because it's all a blur yeah <laughs> the summer was just a blur of star trek nonsense <laughs> but yeah so this is gonna be a really interesting discussion yeah it is well and also just shout out to mom because she is one of the like has one of the most creative gift giving minds of our generation yeah. i know she what always a mind. goes out there like my for graduation she like gave me of like a little book of advice and then behind the advice like she would write it down on paper and then behind the paper was like a 20 dollar bill like for it was like my graduation gift and so it was a way of like giving me money but also knowledge when i went off to college and so that was very useful you know i'm like getting my alcohol money from behind mom's (laughs) advice that's like don't over drink or whatever but (laughs) so like shout out to mom out here She's just so incredible. I'm, I love her. Honestly, I'm just like, I'm so inspired. She's like the Leslie Nope of gift giving, honestly. hundred <laughs> percent. Anyway, yeah. Ashlyn, shall we start talking about this short, these very short tricks? Well, there's more than one way to skin a cat and I don't think mm. they know how, <laughs> how? to <laughs> do anything. So let's talk about <laughs> the short trick. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. So first thing I'm seeing here is that obviously this is not Kirk. Like whoever <laughs> this man is, is not well, Kirk. Well, is this um, Paul Wesley? Yeah. Okay. Pete Holmes. And it just says captain. So yeah. I thought it, I was like, is this Kirk? But like, clearly no. it's not. Also the Spock animation is excellent. Like yeah. Spock looks exactly like he did in the animated series and i also do want to shout because there's very th few things to praise i want to shout the uh the music at the very beginning it was so out of tune yeah. and so like 70s animation recording yeah. quality it really made me feel like we were back in tas um that's the thing that i really do want to commend very short tracks for because it does bring the nostalgia of TAS. I was not alive during TAS, but like it still brings that nostalgia of the animated series of watching it with you, Ashlyn, of like that summer we watched all the animated series. And then of course our reviews on the Patreon, like it's just bringing back all of these amazing memories because they did it so well. And they nailed so many aspects of the animation style and like sounds and, or like you said music sounds um that kind of stuff the tinny quality of the like opening star trek thing was really clever i loved the animation how they're kind of like synthesizing and i assume they made this all for the anniversary you know they had that big event of the animated series 50th anniversary i believe it was so yeah i believe it was 50th that's crazy, crazy. <laughs> so yeah so i think you know that's a really cool ode and and the fact that like they're trying to do something to give a nod to the animated series is is valiant you know i think that that is like it's a good intention it's just like so many things that i don't know that i just like think went poorly obviously <laughs> yeah i just think it's cool in general just that they're doing animated trek and mm -hmm. having lower decks exist they really draw a lot from the animated series and so like like you're saying like to their credit it, it is fun to see this very short track take place in this atmosphere let's talk about pete holmes not about him but about this captain character yeah maybe he's like a visiting captain or something <laughs> yeah i don't know i the whole literally the whole point is that he keeps saying phrases like mm -hmm. there's more than one way to skin a cat um and then it pisses people off on the bridge who are like exactly mm -hmm. what he says it's like oh i'm i'm screwed or whatever I, yeah, but and there's a screw head yeah. there's a screw head yeah i just didn't laugh at all and i i really it really felt like it was shatner himself like talking yeah. to me yeah i was like what yeah i was like i don't like this energy we brought to the studio i feel like it was really nice to see some characters nice to see emres of course ethan peck popped off he's so good in this um with his voice acting and love to hear him doing a little more of a like nimoy spock than maybe his traditional younger <laughs> spock that he does in strange new worlds and discovery so that was really cool um I just think like what is going on none of none of this is funny to me star trek can be really funny and we've seen so many instances of this and so this feels just like like even the animated series in its like incredulity is way funnier because there's like a point <laughs> and it's also like i don't know it just seems like there's more meaning behind the joke than just like 
let's make a joke for a joke's sake. You know, I, I don't, I don't well, know. It just, I, I feel yeah. like the point, there was a point to me. And the point was we're living in a woke culture where you can't say something without pissing someone off. And to me, how is that the moral of a Star Trek episode? Like this yeah. is, this is a victory for the Trek bros, I guess. And there's mm -hmm. probably people who are like, yeah, I don't want to have to watch what I say. I care. I don't care about offending people, you know, like, yeah. That's just not my vibe at all, you know? And yeah, yeah, I just agree. making light of, and I know Kirk, or Kirk, I know the captain is very apologetic, you know, at the beginning. And then once it starts mm -hmm. to escalate, the joke is like, I just can't say anything these days. It was just yeah. a very boomer take to me. No, I was really, really disturbed by that. I think like the whole thing where then he goes in this rant about how he wants to still eat mac and cheese and chicken tenders and, that was his a whole weird whatever. rant talking about yeah. risk yeah yeah and um i feel like the, then the woman appearing and stuff like it's just all so i don't know contrived we understand that this character is like a child you know like a man child so maybe it's sort of like he gets his comeuppance because it seems like the enterprise just like straight up explodes <laughs> you know and yeah. i'm like okay that's the ending i'm just like i'm so confused about all of this i wish that i could enjoy seeing Everest again you know but same like, same it just feels like don't bring these characters back if you're just gonna like i don't know just just do that like yeah the the boomer take was awful there was the weird like water pressure bit there was like so many little bits going on that i was like i don't I don't care. I'm sorry. Well, and I'm actually looking at the credits right now for this episode. I should mm -hmm. not say episode because that's not what it is. But it says that this episode's from the mind of Casper Kelly, who also wrote Too Many Cooks in was just a short trek. But like I, I see produced, created, executive producers, supervising, producer, director, cast. I don't see writer. <laughs> and so yeah, um, the mind. So of, maybe this yeah. is like there was no writer credited to this. And so maybe that is part yeah. of the problem is like it's just coming from a brain that mm -hmm. like no offense, Casper Kelly, but like what's going on, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I was always I, I was thinking how funny it would be is if like the executives had actually just used AI to write this and then there was such shit and then like Star Trek, <laughs> then it like makes the writers okay, point honestly, that, like, human writers. No, I'm on this conspiracy theory train, <laughs> Rihanna. Maybe AI did write this. And like it's, <laughs> with, it's just so weird. You're right. The phrasing like Casper Kelly with a mind of, you know, I'm like, what does that mean? I need more clarity. Like um, did, did Casper Kelly pay for chat gpc <laughs> and, yeah whatever it is well, and I, yeah and i feel like the other i don't know it just feels so like okay and it went on for too long even though it was only literally two minutes i still felt like this is going on way too long which is insane to say about a star trek thing even like some star trek at its worst is more entertaining than what i just saw <laughs> yeah okay let's move on let's move away from it yeah um, holiday party holiday party okay this one was this one was not bad sometimes. i actually enjoyed yeah. this one so this basically it's wonderful to see hammer again it's so it's yes. lovely to see him alive and well mc hammer yeah mc hammer literally that's his that's no, his name now yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so this was wonderful but then the the rest of the little trick is spock is having like a powerpoint presentation about bloopers and he just like does not understand 
what mm -hmm. is humorous and so he's showing people like these tragedies <laughs> i really like the transporter accident it's very like yes what came back didn't live long yes. coded <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was thinking the exact same thing yes <laughs> yeah literally he, ju he just spock just shows like a bunch of tragedies like everyone dying and we get to see like different eras of trek like yeah. we get to see a clip from discovery i did enjoy it i think my favorite one though of all the bloopers that he showed was when he showed the tapring blooper where she says like <laughs> someone else loves me like i'm breaking up with you spock and then spock's crying in the blooper and then it zooms out and spock's like crying in real life too i was like this is beautiful this is art right here <laughs> okay yeah this one was actually really good i thought that the spock humor is perfect <laughs> at one point blooper it is funny because he normally does have legs like iconic you know it just spock being straight up so not socially aware of like or just completely missing the point of a blooper he literally says at one point um bigger misfortunes lead to bigger laughs that is logical <laughs> he's like i'm just putting two and two together and i'm honestly like bro yeah fair enough i and honestly so, was thinking about yeah. data too it like yes. in this scene yeah so data coded i yeah. love i i just adore this little like dorky side of spock and how he is kind of fascinated by gruesome things you know like even if someone didn't know what a blooper was, I don't think they would still choose this like it's <laughs> in memoriam at the end. So tone deaf. <laughs> and also the the music during the in memoriam was Oh, iconic. Okay, I was actually really thinking about Leonard Nimoy when he he sang so many songs, he recorded so much music. Yes. And it was I was reminded of a girl meets boy. They fall in oh, love. Yeah, fall in love. They're everything. Everything he's dreamed of. Dreamed of. Um when they, they get married, married, but before she's before aware. They're aware. <laughs> changes his habit the way he pulls his hair. hair um what song is that and then highly illogical yes highly illogical yeah, it, yeah. The, the music is like yeah i was thinking they were pulling that same kind of like upbeat idea and it's just totally spot, like he's like let's go let's have this blooper reel <laughs> yeah with this no music. he's it, i mean it's literally also like how they do in the american funniest home videos or whatever those like yes. blooper shows basically yeah. so good because he's just adding a little he you know he went in and edited all of those for his presentation like it, the amount of time this took to grab all those logs, to like add the music, to add the in memoriam. I just think it's so Spock that he went all in on this one thing that he thought would be like, would really please his friends and his crewmates. And it like literally left them crying. Yeah. And like that one lady ran out screaming. Like. Yeah. After we see the Shenzo like, th like crash into something and yeah. the guy's like, oh, my uncle died on that ship. <laughs> like yeah. Like yeah i really really enjoyed this one okay i will say like then when the actual he shows an actual blooper and it's like a guy in a yellow shirt it's like an ensign he has to yeah. like have diarrhea and he's running and then he like hurts his yeah. balls and falls over i thought this was not funny at all and no. yet the whole crew's like cracking up and probably just... anything's better than that gruesome <laughs> scene they just saw that's you know? very true yeah the bar is extremely it's, low yeah i don't know i think what disturbed me is that i can't think of a single kicked in the balls or fart slash diarrhea joke in star trek at all and so the fact that yeah. this was like its first entry was a little disturbing not saying that yeah. like star trek can't be juvenile but it just made it feel really juvenile no. i guess no, you're exactly right. And like, I might get a lot of like disagreement from this, but I really just hate bodily humor jokes and like sexual humor a lot of times just like doesn't do it for me. And so I feel like 
all of that kind of stuff just makes me like not respect it, which I know sounds really mean. And like, you can definitely respect things that are, have bodily humor, like whatever, that's totally fine. But just in my opinion, it just like makes me not like it and makes it like sours it for me. And then I'm like, why is Spock like attacking Hemmer and going to like hit him in the balls? Like, it's just, again, feels very oh, I, See, right? I thought I did think that was funny at the end. It's like live <laughs> blooper. <laughs> oh my God. Spock. Spork. I love Spork. Spork. We love Spork. <laughs> Yeah, and this is exactly how I felt with Worst Contact. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, okay. I don't even want to spend a lot of time on this because okay, it is I, worse. I just want to read what I wrote yeah. down. So I wrote for mm-hmm. Worst Contact. Nasty, why did I have to watch that? That's literally all I yes. wrote. Um, it, basically, yeah. Riker and Crusher and Random, Larry, have beamed down for First Contact with the species and they like wipe their boogers everywhere and make gross food and so then Riker like destroys their warp drive and leaves yeah and it's gross like it's gross it's like it's pointless it shows like Riker doing it's very out of character (laughs) I mean I guess but like you wouldn't blow up a warp drive no matter how gross daddy is anyway it's all just awful and I think like you know they're trying to make it I, I just they're trying to make it funny I just wish they had made it funny in a different way than having Riker yeah. like explode the warp drive. Maybe I'm just too stuck up about Star Trek, but no, maybe yeah. I am too. But yeah, I just we'll be stuck up together. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like there's a better way of making me laugh. I don't know. I I will say a delight to hear Jonathan Frakes and sure, James McFadden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of them, I thought their animation was really funny as well, and I was yeah. with them the entire time. Like they just like they're looking around at how like nasty all the walls are covered in boogers, which is yeah. I can't believe I said that sentence on the freaking Star Trek podcast. But anyway, yeah, I know, dude. Gross, That's gross, gross, gross. Yeah, yeah. gross, yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah. But great to hear these people. Yeah. Okay, Ashlyn, let's end with holograms all the way down, making me think of. John Green. I know he didn't coin turtles all the way down, but I think about him. So Ashlyn, this is a really short, again, very short trek. I think the, you know, this point is mostly everything's a simulation and a simulation and a simulation holograms all the way down to the computer. So we get to see a ton of series and a ton of people. So that brings both good and bad because we get to see it all. But the first thing I do want to like complain about is that... (laughs) Lower Decks is like just in its regular style, which I get they're trying to be like, ooh, another crossover or like, ooh, it's just that's how they're animated. But I'm like, wouldn't it be really fun to see Lower Decks in TAS style? Because you did literally every almost, sorry, every other trick that way. And then, of course, my huge huge complaint is prodigy and the complete almost like spit in the face like it was not it was like paper cutouts. It was like just zero's voice. For two seconds, a little cutout of Rock Talk and Gwen and Zero. It was so disrespectful. And then, of course, at the end, it's like, watch Lower Decks and the animated series on Paramount+. Plus. And I'm like, I, f- I hate you. Like, I'm so mad, you know, that they're like, they're going to include Prodigy into this little extent to be like, it's still our Star Trek show. It's still Star Trek. Like, we still will include it. But it's in such a disrespectful way. I just... I cannot believe it. I here's, was literally flabbergasted. Yeah, here's the thing is like 
objectively, I did kind of like the art style that they did for Prodigy. I just mm-hmm. wish that if they were like, there's a way to do something cheaply well, and there's a way to do something like blatantly obvious, like what they did, where you just like forgot to finish animating Prodigy. So like you said, they're doing lower decks in lower deck style. Why not do lower decks in a different stylized way? It doesn't even have to be animated series, but like something similar to Prodigy, like it kind of like um in the Spider-Man movies, uh, yeah. like the animated Spider-Man movies in the past couple of years, like they have really exploded with using different types of art style throughout the movie. And that's mm-hmm. super cool to watch. And so I think if you're going to be celebrating animation, why not play with different animation styles? Yes. Like why, you know, and even if they don't move or aren't animated and you're trying to save money, then do it in a cool way. I don't know. Yes. Like, it's not that hard. This is not a long episode. Um, no. I'm, I am I keep saying episode, so sorry, so disrespectful yeah. to the 50-minute Star Trek episodes that we devote Literally, our lives to. The masterpieces. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I'm totally with you. Huge disrespect. But I will say, I think this one's my favorite because mm-hmm. we, I think, again, we start off the bar really low because you see Trip and Trip's alive and he's chilling. Oh, and then yeah. you see like you have a trauma flashback of no, um, a full flashback Riker yeah. and Troy talking about like trying to get Riker ready to go talk about the Pegasus and TNG I love to hear Tripp saying it's been a long road and the peace treaty is signed and it's just wonderful to hear Connor Trenner um yes. as Tripp again just mwah, art but then it, it, it took me out of the trauma so we see Riker and Troy and then it says computer freeze program and it's Quark and Garrick yes ah Love, love, I love Arvid Shiverman in this. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, this That was a really fun moment, seeing Quark and Garrick. It's so cute. It literally only took me out when he... I love the little Freddy keychain. That was adorable. Yes. Um, but it only took me out when he said root beer floaties. I was like, please, what? Like, he knows what a root beer float is. He's been serving them for years. <laughs> um, yeah, Ron was loves them. Very scary. Yeah, I was confused. Yeah, Garrick's just having his root beer float. And I love that Tendi thinks that that's what in the pale moonlight was like. Yes, they fully convinced, like rewritten the narrative. I absolutely <laughs> like, love that. Yeah, I so also good. it shows Garrick like drinking from the straw, and it made me mm-hmm. think of um that episode where Crusher is drinking from Riker's head in oh, um yeah. TNG. Anyway, classic which yeah. star trek reminds you of star trek it's star trek all the way down <laughs> i mean welcome to my brain everything reminds yeah, me of literally. star trek um oh, same yeah and yeah we and then we get to see after lower decks is prodigy i think and then after prodigy is uh neelix i believe um uh, no so many more before that we have sulu and the practical joker yes oh i died and we yes. got to hear george takei that was awesome wonderful yeah and then hemmer quickly like the quickest shot and then neelix is done with his silly stories on the pad yes on the pad and then we get this like seven headed horrifying sweater (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean it's amazing characters though it's a hura spock trip to pull and Riker, and Riker has like titties just like a uh, trip and, or just like to pull and or her I was like I love that they drew in Riker's titties that's so funny absolutely love yeah and I did see people on Twitter say that this would be like peak cosplay idea like you and your seven <gasps> friends just like get a really big red shirt and just like walk around <laughs> 
too good it's too like good. okay where can i find that many star trek friends <laughs> yeah exactly to be attached to me all day like yeah oh, like you'd have to really get along like okay kids bathroom <laughs> break yeah. let's split up <laughs> oh, God. yeah it'd have to be a velcro attachment or something so yeah and then there's like a computer's voice with a blonde who looks like kirk and then it's like computer says freeze program to itself <laughs> It was very wild. There's one thing I really have to say, and that Boimler writes Kirk slash Gorn friends to something else fan fiction on the holodeck. Are you effing kidding me? Dreams do come true, friends. (laughs) That was the greatest sentence I've ever heard. I'm gonna go have to finish his fan fiction now. (laughs) Yeah, same. I'm inspired to write because if Boimler can write Kirk Gorn friends to something else fan fiction, you can go write your JC fanfic and I can go write my Spurk one. So And the writers can just ask AI to write very short tracks. Like you can do whatever (laughs) you want. God, the producers you mean. I I do want to shout out because this one was by far and away, I think all the reviews of everybody, like this one was the favorite one. This does say written by Aaron Waki. What a good person. What an amazing. And it shows you. Yeah. 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 What like how amazing. Incredible writing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Ashlyn. Yeah, sure thing. I also want to shout out Holiday Party was written by a writer, Claire Friedman. Thank you so much. I just anything with Spock being the center, I love. And then you might not be surprised, Wars Contact no writing credit we do have yeah just from the from just the AI. mind of casper kelly <laughs> i think casper kelly is japanese GVD, so i think there's two Get ai theory two ai very short tricks and two written by people short tricks i think yeah. that is the actual conspiracy theory going on that is my conspiracy. Um, yeah yeah okay. well ashley thank you so much for reviewing these with me that was really fun and really crazy we got to talk about every facet of star trek and that means the good the bad and the gross <laughs> yeah very gross and i hope you enjoyed this little break from our engineering series we are very excited to bring discovery to you next week but as usual discovery turned out once we made the watch list to be a little bit more than we could handle this week with our schedules so yeah. that is why there's a little bit of a delay but it's been so fun to talk about these rihanna thank you for sitting down with me spending your saturday with me i also want to thank sci-fi haven jordan hirsch megan chowning mc freudis spotted giraffe isabel david willett curlon noscos rick mason john t bold gil dara jeff richardson never otter even anna post t alexander ivan fetch and michelle <gasps> oh i i tried to do that on one breath and i did Whoa. it but that was rough singer lungs my uh, my goal is to have some more patrons names that i can say on the podcast and have it really be a hold your breath challenge for me like rihanna maybe we could get couple more people going in um yeah it's almost (laughs) like if we got eight more patrons something really cool would happen you know i was thinking the same thing like we might just need a couple more uh eight more before the end of the year would be a delight because we have some really exciting things in the mix for 2024 keep an eye on this space our form for last days of disco has gone out so make sure to check our social media and strange new pod social media yeah Go to Linktree. You can sign up if you are a podcast to be a part of our farewell to the disco days, whatever our title is. Um, <laughs> Ashlyn always forgets last days of disco. Well, it's because like we brainstormed <laughs> the title and I never remember like really which iteration we settled on. So <laughs> yeah, yeah fair. <laughs> we're saying, but the yeah. point is we're saying goodbye discovery. We want you to be there if you're a creator. We want you to be there if you're not a creator. If you love disco, come hang. 
and yeah. more news about that will be coming in later episodes i can't wait and thank you to strange new pod as always for helping uh co-host this event so yeah absolutely. ashlyn and thank you for chilling with me today i hear that there's a mac and cheese fest in your future so um literally i have to go shower right now and then we are going to a mac and cheese festival it is yes. gonna be so awesome i'm gonna eat so much mac and cheese i'm ready to explode <laughs> That's amazing. I'm going yes. to an Apple Fest. So we're having a festival day. Fall girlies out here. Absolutely love yes. it. Yes. All right, Rihanna. Amen. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I hope the rest of you have a great fall day as we do, unless you're in the other side of the world because it's not fall for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Ashley. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> and don't let the patoks get you down, fam. Thank you for listening to the Dura Sisters podcast. Please tune in next week for the seventh episode of our engineering series, where Ashlyn and Rihanna will talk Tilly, Stamets, and Reno in Star Trek Discovery. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, and Twitter to see our suggested watch list for our upcoming episodes. Also take a moment to check out our content on Tumblr, TikTok, YouTube, and our merch on Threadless. All links can be found in the bio of any of our social media pages. If you like what you've heard today, please leave us a review on whatever platform you listen. By donating $1, $6, or $23 per month, you can become a monthly patron and unlock our exclusive rewards for each tier. You can find all of this and more at patreon.com slash the Dura Sisters podcast. If you would like to contact us for any reason, please do so at the Dura Sisters podcast at gmail.com. So far, we have covered these podcast series, pilot episodes, family, love and affection, time travel, villains, movies, feminism, death fakeouts, first officers, spooky, and the holodeck series. If you haven't heard a particular series yet, please go back and listen to any of these awesome episodes. Social media, marketing, and editing is by me, Ashlyn Gelman, and Rihanna Hurd. Our intro and outro is by... Jerry Goldsmith. This is the worst editing job of any anyone we've ever yo. done. Yeah. <laughs> this is a shit show. Okay. I also keep thinking like we both look so cute and it's distracting me. Really? Oh, I'm like, look at us. Okay. I, I know anyway. you look you look adorable. Okay.